conductors don't just, you know, they don't just like guide the entire choir by like, you know, conducting the rhythm. They, they even uh, direct the sound. So like their hand gestures, you know, it depends like if they move it a certain way, it's like go louder, go softer, be more like- um, Mr. Bean. <laughs> like Mr. Bean, yeah, if you saw that episode, you know? His left hand to uh, <laughs> The volume, exactly. It was a Christmas special, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Brandachai, where we recreate our favorite conversations with our friends in chai shops. Today, I have three guests, Kasha, Nathan, and Tessin, my fellow bandmates, who talk about the role of music in their lives. Welcome to Brandachai. (laughs) (laughs) The main question we want to talk about is, what is the role of music? in your life. Uh, and I think the best guests for this episode are the three of you. Because, and me, yeah, uh, yeah, the four of us, because we've, we have a connection where we've played music together live and we've recorded like one or two songs together. So music plays uh, some kind of role in our lives. But I've never, one, I've never been able to ask you guys like what specific role like, what does music really mean for you? You know, what, what is it that, why do you do music? You know, and my hunch is that we'll have different perspectives, like four different perspectives. So what is the role of music in your life? Who would like to go first? Nathan. That's a super coin. <laughs> Not it. Not it. <laughs> Kasha, uh, slow. So like, I guess for like all of us, you know, it's just a bare necessity for all of us. It's something I think definitely no, I can't no, no, really like, <laughs> yeah, like, like the Jungle Book. Um, like, I don't think we can function without it. It's just, you know, as just people, as musicians, we just always need it in our lives. For me, like as a musician or as a performer, I think, um, Music is like sort of like an ongoing adventure that I never would ever get bored of, you know. And as you guys know, I'm doing continuing my studies in music, so it's basically the role is it's it's going to become a career. That's what I want it to become. Um, and you know, the reason why is because it's something that I enjoy, and it's something that I know ten or twenty years down the line, it's still going to be a career that I would enjoy doing, as opposed to what I maybe do now and I you know I always want to maybe get it change my job I don't want to have that you know I don't want to I mean you know when you're in high school you're looking forward to university and then when you're in university you're looking forward to your career but then when you get to your career just like oh this is it like the rest of your life is just your career and I'm like you know I don't want to do something that I don't enjoy maybe I'm not at that level yet but I'm music is priority to me I would work towards it till I get to that level. So it's, that's what music means to me at least. Basically, how did you get into music in the first place? Um, it's just like, you know, when you like something, you just know that you like it. And I knew that I liked it since I was a kid because my dad was into it. He was a drummer and he always just introduced us to like so much of music, like so much of old stuff. We had so many CDs from like old country music, pop, 
different kinds of genres, honestly, like diastrays. I mean, you've heard all of it at Goan weddings. <laughs> Pretty much all of that is just like what we grew up on. And can't forget the Maria Pita shit. Yeah. yeah. That is the national anthem. <laughs> Someday Modi is going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just like, because I grew I mean, I think most of us, and I grew up, you know, with my dad, who was also like musically involved, like music was just mm-hmm. so involved in his life. Um, it just became a big part of my life. I think I was into dancing when I was younger, but then I was also into singing. And then singing was just something I became, you know, something that I enjoyed more. And um, I always wanted to pursue it, yeah. So what was the first song you like sang? No, so I used to dance a lot when I was a kid. Like it was really uh. weird because I would make these... I would make a dance up and I would dance in front of my family <laughs> like showcase it to them. And the first song was like, hit me baby one more time. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was, and it was Barbie girl. <laughs> I was, I was famous like in my family. Like just, I had an entire dance choreograph for that song and I would perform it at every party. At every party. At every uh, party. Yeah, wow. Every party. Is the, there, yeah. is there any chance that we could get some footage? <laughs> no, I don't think I have any footage. Dude, your dad has a camera knowledge. collection. There is going to be yeah, footage of some VHS That's not even his. I, he's, he's got like, you know, handy so, No, I'm pretty sure there's footage somewhere, man. There's always incriminating evidence against <laughs> each of us. <laughs> somewhere, yeah. There's an incriminating picture of you, though. Picture? Which the, one? That one on Instagram that he posted. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. The one, the little John Mayer to be... Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> falling down. <laughs> oh, the one, the little... The baby picture. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. The video. It was a, video, a video where you, like, video. fall down, yeah, with the guitar. Uh, in balance, uh, <laughs> I was still learning how to walk. <laughs> <laughs> he learned how to play the guitar before he knew how to walk. Like, he was out of yeah, the guitar, guitar. while playing the air guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of things you like are, like, things you enjoyed when you were a child, you know? So... We need to talk about your dad. You know what I mean? Like, Let's call you, him. We, we should, because you just, so all I knew was he used to do drumming, but now you said he has a video cassette collection. Like, So my dad used to be in a band as well, and he used to drum. Oh, wow. It's a very, like, he never really got into, like, crap, like, you know, drugs and drinking, so he had to break up, because <laughs> everyone else was in that's not crap. I mean, to him it was. Ah. Uh, now you're exposed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so, and that's what, you know, he's always introduced music to us. Uh, and we had like a CD collection. I think everyone's in everyone's house. You guys had like a CD rack and it was just yeah. like, filled with CDs. Mm-hmm. And um, he would just play it like on a regular day. It's just music. And my dad didn't have a drum set later in, you know, because he had a, he had no space for it. So mm-hmm. he, until today, he just takes like sticks and he like drums on tables and, you know, he plays music on random times of the day when, you know, we're doing work or anything like that. And that's just been the, that's just how our sort of house life is, you know, the atmosphere in the house on some days. But somehow I think I'm the only one who got into it. For example, all, all of us are self thought I would say to a point but then you're actually studying it like pushing See, a degree for it I have yep. something to say about that like I think like I don't think I had the I mean maybe I did but to some extent you know there are a lot of people who grew up doing music like since a 
since your kids. And like, if, if for example, in my course, my instructors, I just found out that they're younger than me, like a year young thing, and they have a doctor's in music. And I'm like, where did you guys get the time? You know, and like, it's- I mean, they can't certain- life, so that's for sure. Well, I mean, it's just like, it's just so different in like certain regions, like in the world, you know, how music is, you know, how important music is in different parts of the world. And we've never had such a big music scene in Dubai. I think it's only now that music's getting bigger. Um, but um, yeah, and I think like, you know, I wish I sort of had that. I wish I had like that Asian kind of parent who would hit me to like learn the piano. At the age of two. Oh, you're talking <laughs> to the wrong person, man. Bentik went through that. But you know, you, you don't regret it. I don't regret <laughs> it, but you might. Who knows? I mean, see, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people say that they hated it at their young age, but then they actually appreciate that they had to go through that training as yeah. kids. Oh, I'm building yeah. a discipline. discipline. Mm. Like practice and sit down. Like, yeah. Because he had to do that a lot. I wasn't forced into it, but yes, I started at a young age. The practice, the practice was the practice willingly done, or was it forced? Like, see, all of us grew up from grew up with Indian parents, right? So mm-hmm. like being a musician, either you be like it's either doctor or lawyer. If you're going to be learning music, you got to like go full at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, looking at it. My parents didn't really force me to practice. My huh. my teacher forced me to practice, right? He was like, yeah. I'm not going to let you into my class if you don't practice. It's like, mm-hmm. I, 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 I would recall like going to the class and then failing miserably at whatever the scales I'm supposed to do and seeing the look of disappointment on his face. <laughs> and I think that's enough motivation. You go back home and you go like, damn, man, I suck. <laughs> my parents chose an amazing teacher, man. <laughs> No, that's that's so the role of teachers, man. Like it's the teachers that you, you it, good teachers can make you better, right? So so currently you're studying music, right? You're finishing up your bachelor's, a, a, a BA, right? Bachelor of Arts. Yeah. So how has that experience, like, how has your perspective of music changed from now versus like two years before? You know, before you started relearning music. Um. It's so like I think I've obviously my motivation levels have like skyrocketed. I'm I'm more like even though I work, you know, it's not something that I do full time. Like even though my studies are full time, but I still have to juggle with work. It's still something that I prioritize. It's like I don't care about anything else. Like if I have to come home and stay, I, I mean, pretty much you can ask that, and I've mm-hmm. given up my social life. Uh, I barely. It's like eighty percent of my my time after work is just like, it goes on studying, you know, cause I have um, videos to take of myself and that's just part of the course. Yeah, videos about conducting, which is funny. Too. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> different wow. things. And, and I enjoy it. Like I don't, it's like I said, you know, it's even studying it is like enjoyment for me. Like I enjoy it. And um, I think I've just learned so much from it. And um, it just feels so good because it was such a long break that I felt like I forgot a lot about it. And, and literally the first day when I enrolled and the first day of classes, I just wanted to drop out. I was so overwhelmed because I was just like, you know, cause some of the classes were like midway, right? Cause I joined in as a transfer student. And like, for example, you have like four, um, four semesters of theory. And so I got into the third semester because that's, I've already completed 
completed the first two. So like for me, it was like, oh my God, do I remember half of this stuff? How am I going to cope? And it was so overwhelming, but I was like, you know what? I have to do this because like, I've been waiting for too long. Um, and I'm so glad I did because it just, um, I just realized that it was, you know, it wasn't so hard. It was just a matter of like, you know, taking time to like process it. And uh, now I just want to keep doing it. You know, It's just, um, I don't mind the struggle with like, trying to juggle with work and studies, um, but it's still a priority and um, it's motivated me to like, it's pushing me to like do more things, to improve, to practice more, um, to stay more focused because I wasn't uh, before this post, like I would, I would practice in my room, but like, you know, I wouldn't to be a teacher because that's my goal. Um, mm -hmm. There's so much that you have to learn. Like you, there, you have to like literally your skill sets have to be on like next level, you know, as a teacher, because obviously you're going to be the one who's going to be instructing others at some point. And, um, you know, I've made sure I've understood what I have to do to like reach that point if I want to make this my career. So yeah, that's basically, you know, what I've, what I've learned from the course and that's what I'm doing at the moment. Mm -hmm. So you can read and write? Music? Yeah, like now, like completely? Yeah, like writing music, composing music. No, like like with the notes and stuff. Yeah, like oh, that's nice. like, that's so when nice. I compose the whole piece, I think I sent it to you guys once. That's like something oh, that I oh, did yeah. completely. And it's, uh, that's what you do with music. Like you just mm. sort of look at, I, so I think one thing that I need to work on is my sight reading while you're playing the piano. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be my next goal for this year, actually, is to like learn how to sight read music while I'm playing the piano. So right. I can sight music when I see music and I just have the first note I can sing the rest of the piece given a little time do you have a kazoo when you go singing kazoos that note thing <laughs> <laughs> I just use my piano <laughs> honestly tech has gone into such extent that like an entire semester I didn't even have a piano in front of me I was using <laughs> the websites you know with the oh, online pianos oh, yeah. and I'm like this is so good like I did an entire semester of music um, just using that so you're gonna, you can uh, specialize in an instrument as well, in addition to vocals? Um, so piano is like, you have to learn some piano because oh, that nice. is the basics of, you need to know some basics to learn everything else, like theory to be able to put together. Because uh, when you're learning about sight singing, sight reading, they just give you the piece and it's, you're all on mm. your own, right? So you have to be able to get your, use a piano to guide yourself. Um, so yeah, um, that's basically how it works. And then you learn about music history. You learn about how music started back in like, you know, the year 500 up until like now. Uh, and that's- the Different the, languages, don't forget that. You're learning different languages. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's like if, you know, since I'm pursuing, so the reason why I actually even took up um, the classical genre, I didn't really take up jazz. Cause I feel like it, I already did so much commercial music that I want to mm -hmm. learn some class. I, I don't know, I just love, the feeling of singing opera, even listening to it. I never even liked, I never even listened to opera before I went to study music, but it was just like, so, I don't know. I was just, it was just sounded so exciting that I wanted to do it. Um, and yeah, so you learn different languages. It's pretty I, much. I got, I got chills when I heard you sing opera. I, it was like, what a person I know is, has like, you know, breathing ability to carry that, project that voice and stuff. It's like, wow. I was, yeah, amazed by it. Opera makes you, 
like for me at least i don't uh, i don't like i mean i never got interested in opera and all that stuff i'm like oh, okay cool that person can sing really well but do you think learning it made you want to appreciate it like way more uh yeah definitely um, like it got like learning about it got you into opera Right. So, like, how it works in schools in the U.S. Um, firstly, I think I had a bit of interest in it because of Nightwish. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to listen to a lot of goth- gothic, uh, gothic Gateway. metal <laughs> during our phase of like that metal rock phase. But like, yeah. so in in when you learn music in school, at least in the U.S., you basically have two genres. You either choose the classical path or you choose like the jazz path. But when you're learning about music in anything, like in basic theory, they always start with classical music because that's where Western music started from. There was no, I mean, jazz only came in place when America happened. Like it was by the, you know, the black Americans and they started singing about slavery, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and that's how jazz came about. Right. So classical music actually started and it was like, you didn't even have women singing. You know, you had like, something called castratis. <laughs> I don't know if we we're supposed to talk about that. No, Basically, it's like men were castrated, who were singing women parts. <laughs> that's, wow. that's how it used to go. Like, you know, that it was- That face changed that moment. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is music. This is music history. This is what you learn <laughs> in music history. Man, but, they didn't uh, teach me this when I was a young kid. <laughs> no, they did in cartoons. Just kick him on the balls and he goes really high. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so you either choose classical or jazz and um, you had to be in choir. So choir would usually be a lot of classical music. And that's how I got into it. Like I would just mm-hmm. sing classical stuff uh, during voice class. It was a lot of classical pieces. Uh, and then it was up to you to choose if you wanted to take the jazz path or you want, or like the commercial path if you wanted to take the classical path. And since I already used to sing a lot of like commercial, I mm-hmm. felt like Opera did help with like breathing, breath support, etc. Um, so that's why, and I just loved it. Like I liked. I don't know if I'm gonna pursue it. Mm-hmm. I think I'm more towards like the Broadway and then commercial line eventually. Uh, but I still want to be able to, you know, have that ability to sing like that. If you had an opportunity to join, I feel like this is a podcast about me. Consider auditioning for a Broadway play because I know you did one for another uh, Aladdin, right? Oh yeah, definitely. I like. I think. No, but that was a Broadway play. That was the actual movie, right? The audition for that. Yeah, it's it's oh, the, the actual movie. movie. It was for the movie. Oh, I thought yeah, Broadway. Yeah, yeah. No, like, it was oh, the movie. Was, you were so close to getting free Disney Plus. <laughs> so, so like, uh, if it's Broadway, I would definitely. <laughs> <laughs> How would I give that to you? You you would find a way. You would find a way. <laughs> Just talk to the big executive. That's the only thing you're gonna ask. Talk to Walt Disney on that level. Yeah. Disney Plus. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I want full access, man, for free. <laughs> yeah, lifelong access. I mean, if you could, if you could uh, do a Broadway show, be one Broadway character. Which one would it be? Um, there's actually a couple. I would want to be. I like a couple actually. I like the West Side Story. I like um, even the Phantom of the Opera. Those are like the super popular ones that everyone knows. But then um, I would like to be in the Book of Mormon. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> even if it's a side character, it's just such a funny uh, musical. But what yeah. about the Hamilton stuff? 
Hamilton's pretty cool as well. Yeah. And Les Miserables. At this point, anything is an experience for me, you know, because I'm still yet to sort of get that sort of platform to perform on. Right, so, right, right. You mentioned you want to be a music teacher, right? At some point. Yes. So what does your, what do you think your future is going to look like? Like, how do you think your future might pan out with relation to music? You know, are you going to, are you going to actually produce new songs or? I, are you going to record stuff or? Yeah. So um, I've kind of found like this love for, after doing that one piece, which is super simple. Mm-hmm. And I composed that one piece. I actually really like the idea of composing. I know Nathan's already like pro at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, so ever since I was really, like ever since I was really young, Tessa knows this, you guys know this, like I would play some video games mm. and, um, but the, what I really loved really about it was like me, the music, like the music is so good in video games yeah. up until now, like so you hear such great music. And I think I want to get to that point where I'd be able to sort of compose. That's why I'm, I really want to improve my piano skills and just like understanding how to compose instrumental music uh, because I really want to be able to compose something like just start out and then eventually take it from there. Any particular game in mind? Great Enix, mm. Final Fantasies all the year, Yoko. Kingdom Hearts, Yoko. all of that stuff is like, it's it's very similar to classical music. Yeah, classical and orchestral, which I was just yeah. talking to you about earlier, like uh, it's still used so much in games. Like uh, I was just listening to the Assassin's Creed Valhalla theme. Because <laughs> I, I follow a composer on YouTube and he, he was the one who made the theme and he live streams on Twitch, like how he creates all this amazing stuff. And he's just so efficient on the piano. And uh, that got me thinking, I need to like start learning how to play piano instead of putting MIDI notes. <laughs> Being a oh, keyboard, keyboard warrior. Keyboard warrior for key, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, there's there's so many. That for Yoko, gaming, it's like huge. Yoko, I forgot that was the name. For, King, for Square Enix, Yoko or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yoko. <laughs> but there's even uh, right now the one and only Mick Gordon. Mick Gordon, yeah. Oh, oh no, I that, uh, Doom. Wow. His, that his, guy. That, he made, oh man, that guy is just insane. That's like metal influence. Gent. Progressive metal in general. Just straight. And it's, it's gent. like the great, great thing about his stuff is it, it, it's all the polyrhythm stuff is there, but it's basic. It's like guttural stuff. Yeah, good enough to like get you in the zone when you're yeah. killing those demons. Yeah. <laughs> that's when you that's when you want to hear when you're killing those demons. And that's why it's so important. Like music in video games is so important because it sets mm-hmm. the mood. Like in anything, like film score or anything, like it's so important. Yeah. Imagine watching a movie without any music. Hans Zimmer. Oh exactly. That'd be interesting. Yeah, all, all of us are crazy about Hans Zimmer, but Bantic is insane about AR Rahman. Yeah. Um, you're missing out. Yeah, dude, he, he's been performing like every yeah. month. Yeah. He has an entire office. Every day that I'm not in Dubai to watch Expo 2020 is, is a sad day in my life. And every time I see people like Coldplay, Jacob <laughs> Collier, Air Rahman, recently but Marshmallow. Yeah, but the point is you guys have already seen him. So. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> Twice, right. You're, you're spoiled, man. To buy life, but it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I like when I saw Jacob Collier just walking around casually in Expo 2020. I was like, "What? You could bump into Jacob Collier and like hit him and like he fought to the ground." <laughs> Why is that the first thing that came in your mind? I don't know. I'm just really angry at how good he is. 
out of all the things you want to do is like ask him a picture take an autograph or ask him some music theory questions or something or hit him no yeah just hit him yeah <laughs> ah yoko shimo more that's a person i'm talking about uh yes. square enix what about the person who made that uh, final fantasy theme yeah the yoko shimo oh, that's the same person okay. Uh, okay basically that's the og musician for a great theme yeah what a beautiful theme But yeah, you were you were saying about like oh, you know what how the whole music teacher thing and you know it's you need to do you need to be a you need you need to be a professional musician basically you know right. and uh, and that's what I I know I know what is expected and um that's why I'm not saying that at this point I'm ready but I mm-hmm. make sure like I said it's priority I'm working towards it as much as I can uh in the time that I have and you just have to when you're a teacher you just need to know what you you need to understand your own instrument first day you need a you need a you need to obviously uh you know when you're trying to explain to someone you need to understand what you're trying to explain how your own instrument works you need to get to that point of your skill set i guess yeah. you know get to that point um and i do understand the requirement i mean like here in dubai it's you know usually you're you're not really required to get like a degree to work at a certain job you know because mm-hmm. it's all about the skills you have but it's different for music <laughs> sorry someone's just like honking like crazy honking like crazy <laughs> okay <start. laughs> um <laughs> uh yeah i guess you just need to know um you know you need to understand the requirement you need to i always like to use my teachers and see where they're at and like you know use them as like an example for my you know as a motivation for myself uh and you know when i see my music teacher my my voice instructor i'm like okay, i need to i need to be able to do this if i want to teach i need to be able to cite read music to be able to play a song i need to be able to explain what i cuz music has so much to do with like your thinking you know honestly you think it's like just practice and like physical exercises with your voice or like whatever your your piano skills but there's so much that goes on like your music can be so different with when you think like with the way you think that sometimes i even get told that you need to stop thinking you need to stop overthinking stuff because you have it but you just think overthink it you know there's so many things that you need to be able to even explain that to your own student that sometimes you might have the skill but you just use other things you know that sort of avoid you like they sort of restrict you from displaying your skills and uh, there's just so much to it you sh- you sh- you just need to be a, you need to be able to like think about the things you do and understand and then be able to explain it and that's what makes a good teacher i think and that's what helps me when my teachers say that so yeah it's just these little things that you need to keep note of um that's what i do and i see how my teachers teach and then i try to learn through that not just what they teach um but it's going to take some time you know i was going to say like there's a difference between a good teacher and a and a great teacher right so i'm hoping that you can aim to be a great teacher right like and and, so. and like you said all those things you know like the sight reading aspect like all of these things are like it's like you need to keep practicing yourself as a teacher right and it's just so there's so much to it you know No, like, yeah, definitely. I mean, in my class, honestly, I think we do more talking than 
actually practice because obviously practice mm. would be my job you know it's but he would guide mm-hmm. me but the reason why we talk so much like we actually talk about music history and then we talk about like why this piece is this piece why this opera is this piece because nice. it's so important to like understand what you're performing you mm-hmm. know why the composer like it's pretty crazy like you would see the reason why 20th century music like you know john cage or like Wagner or all these people, you know, well, that's not 20th century, but like all these, um, you know, the crazy music, the Clarity Luna. Right, um, yeah. It's so, mo- it's so like all over the place because it's because of World War, you know, like they were so like mind, uh, I don't know if I can say the word, but they were just like so <laughs> disturbed. <laughs> like, and they, that's why their music got so messed up. And it's like, it's crazy, you know, because like then we realize that, oh no, we also make music based on our feelings and how, you know, our thought process, etc. But yeah. Have you guys seen The Pianist? Of course. <gasps> You've not seen The Pianist? You will love it. Oh my God. Bro. The World War Two one, right? Piano player, yeah. yeah. Who, uh, Who's the actor? The actor, he's famous. Adrian Brody, I think, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. To prepare for that role, he purposely broke up with his girlfriend so that he can become depressed because he wanted to capture depression at its most uh, to enhance his performance in the mass. That's crazy. Dude, that, that movie is crazy, man. There's a scene in that movie where uh, he is hiding in a room, okay, from all these soldiers. Oh, no, 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 Oh, really? Okay, I, I won't spoil it. Oh, man, it's so cool. It's so powerful. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's legal. Oh, shit, you got to see it as well. Legal. Legally, we have to watch it on Netflix, I think. For legal purposes, we will watch it on Netflix. <laughs> That's good. That's good. You guys are responsible viewers. So, so, like, just to recap, I'm hearing from Kasha that music was always there in your life. You had a father who was always into listening to music and playing music around you and that kind of added so much to your experience of music right then you you did dancing which is where's the dancing now i don't know but you <laughs> you, you decided you wanted to go singing you wanted to yeah, go down to singing <laughs> i mean maybe one day you might go on to broadway and you might like rediscover dancing again like yeah. dancing and singing you know um very important uh you need to learn how to dance when you, you know, when you're a broadway performer yeah oh, yeah, yeah you like ballet jazz dance because it's it's intense i don't know how they do it to be very frank and then broadway is, happens every every day or something so they need to yeah. do it and then rest yeah. and then the next day need to do it again it's like your job right you go to office you work every day and that's their job they sing and it just becomes uh, like second nature do you think you definitely like when you get to that stage? Do you think you'll think of it as a job or think of it as like your passion kind of thing? See, that's kind of like I mean, I think we could use our own performance experience as an example, right? Look at where we were at the first time we performed. We would perform these three songs like ten times or like twenty <laughs> or thirty times, yeah. and it was like songs like the simplest songs. And then we performed a couple of times. We got to like playing stuff by Queen, you know, after like trying it out of. Like, rehearsing it like two or three times. So it, it makes a huge difference when you have that experience, you know, like 
you have that because once you have the experience you have the confidence and then it just becomes it's like when you're first day at your work you know you're, you're confused you don't know what to do yeah, but, that, but then it just becomes second nature plus as many avenues you could like move on to from that like i mean when you're 58 it would be harder to do broadway because of yeah. the physical demands but then you can like go into teaching or composing so yeah you know so it's i think to answer your question it's all like you have to if there comes to a point where you are sick of it you can always move on to something else yeah that's true that, that can be said about anything yeah anything yeah. Yeah, applies. i mean from my experience from people that i know who do it and even like famous people they just seem like they just it's not a it's not a job to them it's like their lifestyle it's just it just becomes you know it's just something that they enjoy doing so they do it because they enjoy it <laughs> um i think firstly you don't really have to do it like every single day it's kind of like a tour and then you get a break and then you do the tour again as well mm. um but yeah i mean it sounds like such a nice life exactly yeah it, it it's uh, it sounds like fun uh but my main goal is to be a teacher you know it's not a only a performer like that's something i want to do on the side but my main focus and whatever training that i do is to become a better uh, musician so i'll be able to teach others you know and i already do it to my niece whenever she comes over i would try to teach her the piano or try to teach her some singing giving her some singing tips cuz she's really into music now um and yeah i guess that's how you start from you know so what do you hope to teach through music so um my goal is like schools um not university mm-hmm. like at this point like um i want to so i'm like tessen said i've been doing conducting it is part of my degree but i always loved it um i guess i'm i mean i guess i'm being okay at it um but i just always found it because i never understood conductors i'm sure all mm. of us never understood like yeah. what is the point of this person with a snake like moving it around yeah, and when i yeah and uh, when i started choir that's when i understood it and i and that's when i realized it's so important because it's like you're leading an entire like like leading 20 30 or maybe even more like in orchestras you need to have that one person to not like go all over the place because you have to be in unison right you always have to be together to sound good and uh, kind of like when we would practice during band practice like i would always say just listen to me because if i screw up then you know you guys are at least listening to me <laughs> we're not there no one would notice but if it's like you know if some if we listen to someone else and i'm not focusing on someone else and i'll probably screw up and mess up the entire you know rhythm of the band so it's it's the same thing it's like um it's so important and there's so many other there's so much uh, like it's not just rhythm it's like you you lead the you create the sound like the conductors don't just you know they don't just like guide the entire choir by like you know conducting the rhythm they they even um uh, direct the sound so like their hand gestures you know it depends like if they move it a certain way it's like go louder or go softer be more like um Mr. B <laughs> like Mr. Bean yeah if you saw that episode you know his left hand to uh, <laughs> the volume exactly it was a christmas special yeah <laughs> but yeah it, it, it's there's so much to it and um i want to i was like i want to be able to do something like that eventually lead uh you know a small ensemble or choir to some extent wow i think uh, that that would be fun like you know um Uh, Kasha being a high school music teacher and then 
you know, teaching all these kids to to play the violins or playing all these instruments together. And then they have like a little play and then all these parents come to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Kasha is like uh, Mr. Viveka Gurung. <laughs> Uh, our high school, our own high school music teacher. Yeah, exactly. It's Thank cute. Let's just stick to sec- secondary <laughs> high school. Haley <laughs> Williams. Uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, but that's cool, man. Like, so that's the thing. That's that's kind of what I was getting at. Some of our, I think, our aims with music are, like, Kasha's aim is like to become a teacher. I don't know if either of us have that aim, you know. And I think that's a very Noble aim. Yeah, patience. That's cool. No nice. It's the patience. Yeah, the... I was like, I'll just Google it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but man, like if you're a good teacher, like you have such a impact on people, you know? And I think that's that's meaningful, right? Like at the end of the day, what's your life about, right? If you're able to impact uh a human being in a positive way, make them a better person, maybe through music, then that's a beautiful. I think it's not even just being a music teacher. I guess like, I I guess to some extent, we all want to be performers, right? Be able to perform all as much as we can. Um, It's just that I feel like when I do get into that career, it's, I would also have that opportunity to just, you know, that's it. That's my life. I just have to do music. I have to Mm -hmm. make, I can make music. You know, I don't need to think about like, oh, I have to go to my work tomorrow and sell programs, you know? <laughs> like, I don't need to think about that because now my life is just about music. It's to put together a program for a student. Uh, and that would help me remember the things that I learned about. And that would just keep me in practice as well. Uh, yeah, and that, that's actually and, true. To me, I thought it was like, you know, maybe I should really take this seriously and, because it's, I know that it's what's gonna keep me happy. Uh, and uh, you know, and if it takes a couple of years, or it takes a lot of years. I, I would rather do something, keep trying at something, than regret, you know, and not doing it at all. I love it. Yeah, exactly. 